Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron, and today you could call me uh, Ol' Aaron Tinnitus Face, Ol' Aaron uh, went to a rock show last night, Ol' Aaron uh, quit, his, quit his job guy, uh, Quitter Mick Stuffins. Something, there's a name in there, I'm pretty sure you could call me it if you wanted to. It wouldn't even hurt my feelings if you did. Uh, this is a place of love, everybody, um, and to help me share in expressing all of it that I have uh, is one of my best friends on the fucking planet, um, a longtime uh, cohort of sorts, uh, co-host of this podcast from the inception uh mr jason smith buddy welcome to the show hey what's up thank you for having me man of course i'm extremely excited to be on the show man yeah welcome back on the show thanks it's like it's like it's like it's like you're uh it's it's like you know we built we we plowed these fields together and then you went off to war and you went abroad and did these things and now you're coming back and it's like welcome back you're like no i'm home it's like, you know back <laughs> to the place where it, back to the place where it all started <laughs> that's very appropriate uh yeah man don't you fucking hate tech issues just cords routing like oh man you know i i'm i'm instantly breaking the fourth wall and and we you know we've been on the phone for multiple <laughs> over an hour already before we started pressing record just because just we're, poking around we're buds and doing that and yeah just getting microphones working right and making sure loops you know sound loops and all that work and sit there and ah, isn't it fucking aggravating it's always one more chord it's always one more chord and then we're that we're those people who it's it's always one more chord and we have buckets of chords yet it's not the chord the cord that we need isn't in any of the buckets of cords we have. No, oh, no. Or you're like, did I get rid of the extra cord that was like that? Or that was my oldest cord. So I probably don't want to have that cord. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had that cord. Right. That was the cord of the past bag and that bag. How this much sound, no how, how this much must sound for like, un like the non cord people. You know, people like like the the swaths of those who exist out there and just have wonderfully perfect lives, and they're not plagued by chords. They don't think of chords. They don't. It doesn't like. It's not. You know, ugh, the freedom that must be. It's like a junk drawer ish thing. It's like, but not. Maybe, I feel like that's maybe a big it's, correlation they could maybe have if they're not a chord person. Yeah, but there, there's got to be an analog to being a chord person um, that um, there's got to be an analog to a chord person that isn't chords, but is common for m uh, lots of other people. Um, uh, kitchen utensils, maybe like the right spoons or the right spatulas or mixers like you nah i don't know maybe anyone of, i'm trying to think like what's another good analog for that uh maybe in the i mean i'm sure crochet needles are 
oh, I thought I had the right one to do this <laughs> pattern, but I went through all my needles and I don't have the right crochet needle for this hook stitch cross ladder pattern or whatever they call it. Um, I mean, right. I want to see that the hook, the hook <laughs> stitch cross ladder pattern. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was intense, dude. I like that. I want to see that done. You crocheters out there, get on the, get on it. That invent yeah, it's, that it's free. It thing, I, it, I won't it even charge you for that one. <laughs> what's up with you, man? It's, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. What's up, what's up in the, the, the life of Jason? Yeah, man. Uh, freaking a working for Costco. I don't even remember the last time I was on, but you yeah. weren't, you weren't working for Costco yet. I don't think, I don't think I was. Yeah. No, you, know, you were, you were Costco for a while. The last time you were on, I think you were cooking. Um, you were doing the prep. <sighs> yeah. 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 Yep. Stopped doing that a while back. Gosh. In June. Started up at Costco. Yeah, I think a little bit before that, actually. I think I was doing double duty for a yeah. little while. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, freaking got trained at forklift for Costco. So I do that as an alternate when other drivers aren't. Last time there. we were, last time we were, we were at our Costco, uh, I, th- we were walking, we need to go down an aisle, but they had it roped off and someone was fucking paladin getting a thing. And I looked at that, I'm like, I thought of you instantly like, oh, yep, Jason's somewhere about right now. He's probably helping tape off the road to grab a pallet off of a, a, a high up shelf. They need more uh, liquid detergent stocked down there or something, you know. Pretty much. Yep. Selling out of stuff. Every once in a while. People come in for resale and they'll buy a whole pallet. And so you got to just grab something that. Most of the time, our store actually is really slow, so it's it's pretty nice. We got just the right amount of people to get the work done. It's usually pretty busy, but you Hell know, yeah. for the people that we have. But as far as like, as soon as the store opens up, it's not like crazy hectic or anything like some Costco's get. So that's <laughs> ours, really- ours gets crazy. The the North Portland one here, dude, gets yeah. Costco yeah. is really really nuts. It really is pretty intense. <laughs> Not oh, and like then Walmart. You're doing pizza also, right? Yeah, yeah, doing that a couple nights a week. Um yeah, working at Urban Field. Um how much a, how much of the pizza process in it do you have making? Do you toss dough? Do you what 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 do you do? Yeah, I've kind of been trained up to do kind of everything. Like I don't like make the dough itself. Um, but yeah, I've made the pizza sauce. I've, you know, kind of worked with, you know, a good portion of the ingredients. And then, yeah, I stretch the dough. Um, some nights, some nights I'll freaking build pizzas and just put all the ingredients as soon as they hand me the, basically with the crust, the dough stretched. And then some nights I'll freaking just be on the cell. And then basically that's like after it comes out of the oven. Um, did you, hand it to me. did you work for pizza boys ever back in the day? No, oh, no, you, no, you never did. You never did. No, this, I, is my, uh, yeah, first, this is my, this is my first pizza venture. Okay. Okay. So having, we've, we've spent many, many, many a night together stuffing pizza into our face from all over 
important places. Many a Sunday morning, our perfect Sundays, football pizza and beer, leftover pizza and beer. Like that's oh, the yeah. it's it's that is the sun oh and and fucking some weed and then you do all of that together and it, that is the perfect Sunday, um especially if your team's winning man, Whew. hell yeah um but uh my question is what I what I'm most interested in is as as this person of pizza this this cultivator and connoisseur of pizza that we have become. What have what have you learned about pizza that makes you like understand and respect it more since working here? Has anything like blown your mind about pizza or like like clicked for you and like a light bulb turn on? Like ah, oh. have you had any of those revelations or thoughts that made you just like appreciate pizza more since doing pizza? I would say yeah, like not kind of a good rule and just like don't put too much shit in it i'd say that a lot of people would be like oh i'm gonna make this pizza dank and they just like throw the shit on but you know it's actually not it's about more about fucking uh like consistency too so the people know what they're getting like you're going faster than shit dude like oh no yeah but i'm, I'm more about about so, just your sorry. like 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 your personal love for pizza has your has your love for pizza grown since working with pizza oh yeah oh yeah well i'd say that like this is one of the better prestigious places of pizza that i've kind of been around even like saint elias was pretty dang dank back in alaska yeah um and then what was it bear's tooth or what is it the one in anchorage that's really freaking good oh uh, <laughs> i think it is bear tooth or God, um, yeah really popular um and then god i don't know what was our favorite one in portland um oh man there were a few there was, there was one the one in st john's yeah. local bar god, kind of a thing what was, was that good. that made really um and then the last couple of years i was there there was that one that was like right in st john's by the bridge yeah that's the one i was thinking of um the rock and then the rock or the, the wood fire pizza place that they were god what is the name of that i can't believe i don't remember that um there's yeah there's lots of yeah lots of good pizza places but y- you guys have like won awards and shit for yeah not me well no your business <laughs> but, you're you're, yeah. you're affiliated man you're on the team hey yeah. if if if, yes. you, if you're a third string kicker and you get a stat going ring. and you, you damn right dude as long <laughs> you get a stat on that team you get out there and you hold up a, a kick, you get any stat, you're fucking, you're set, dude. You're not, you're a dolphin for life or whatever you are, you know? There you go. No, you're right. No, I love it. It's super fun. It's uh, definitely, I'm passionate about food. So it was kind of definitely like a hobby. I don't really have, you know, I do it because I love it, not because I have to do it. I don't really need, I probably even shouldn't probably have a second job, but honestly, (laughs) (laughs) but if I'm, you know, I don't know, I might as well be doing something that I really love to do and getting paid paid for it is also, you know, can't, can't hurt. (laughs) Right. But there's also something a little bit fulfilling about like grinding and like, and, and doing the hard work and overcoming it. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely like feel good about myself knowing that like 
I've worked my ass off at both my jobs when I'm there. And then I just try to focus on just trying to have enough energy to actually like put in the right effort <laughs> when I'm in the right places. Yeah. Alive yeah. <laughs> doing other shit. So went to avalanche game. That was pretty cool. Went to their home opener this week. That was amazing. Um, yeah, make time for music. That's always important. <laughs> it is, dude. It's so important. It's so yeah. damn important. Um, yeah, I went to uh, went to a show last night. Um, really cool local show at the Twilight. The Twilight. The bar, new Twilight. The new Twilight. Um, yeah, really cool. They they have it. It's it's set up really nice. Um, the stage is sweet. Um, PA sounded good. Badass. Um, yeah, I saw Othris. Cool. Oh, cool. Oh, so the first first band on was Othris. Uh, shout out to the boys in Othris. They've been on the podcast a couple times. Um, and it was Sebastian's birthday last night, and so it was his birthday show. And uh-huh. and then oh, yeah. uh, and then the second band was uh, another local band, Slobberknocker. And uh, they were like a, like a kind of just. I mean, I w- I would call them like, I don't know, like 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 kind of like a like just like your God, what what what, like God like God smacky, but also kind of like sludge medley. Um, in that vein of music. Um, gotcha. You know they're they're tight. They were tight as a band. I I don't know. I just didn't really get into get into it. You know, my personal opinion. Like, you yeah, know, some, I gotcha. some like some like I you know, all, the music was like every song was kind of about like fighting, huh. and, and like, you know, like yeah, they were all kind of like like fighting or like like if 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 you say something we don't like we'll kick your ass and like like it, uh, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird man it was just it was just weird I, I you know the music was tight like not gonna not gonna go you know they 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 the music was tight right um but you know and then the the third band was the audio sequence um they were they were they were pretty fucking good. They were pretty fucking good. Um, I don't something uh, something went on during their set with front of house and like sometimes you could hear his vocals, sometimes you couldn't. I don't know if he was using a wireless microphone, so I don't know if they were having like issues with his put out, but they were also using in ears on stage. Huh. So I don't know if their in ear mix that they were giving themselves, he could hear himself, but whatever the output was to the to the front of house wasn't good the music was all fine but you you just like you just couldn't hear the vocals for mm. uh, for two-thirds of the set um Damn. yeah that shit ain't working he's got to line in man well but i don't but they were all using in-ears and i oh, think so i think me. right well i think Would they have needed to like come well on. here's the thing they they had the drummer had a laptop by him they were running background vocals 
they were running extra guitars and pianos and like they had a they they I know they were all playing to a click in their ears. They had this whole you know all of it was that elaborate tour setup kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and Possible. and you know um, uh. the venue was a little too small, honestly, to run all of that. And I I just don't know if they had whatever they were sending to the front of house from their setup. Um. Because here's what I imagined when I was watching them, the music is good, they're tight together, and they and I could they were playing like nothing was wrong. So whatever mix they were they were give because it was their own in ears. So all the sound on stage they're funneling into their shit first, giving them a their in ear mix and then sending that mix to the board, or however they did it. Whatever they heard, I know that's how they practice. Hmm. They don't, they practice True. in a room with that same in ears. The mix sounds good. It's how they love sounding in their ears. Yes. And then it sounded like that in their ears on that stage. So none of them in that band knew it sounded like shit out front of house. Because gotcha. to them, it, I, I, I can only imagine to them, it sounded great. Like it, you know, they were, they were all acting like it was, everything was fine. Oh, wow. And, and they didn't know. And, uh, God, Denver's new clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and they just didn't, they just, you know, none of them, like, I just could tell that they weren't paying attention to the front of house mix. But then you have the, the opposite ligature marks was the fourth band. Um, and this was Ben's birthday was technically, you know, like Wednesday or something like that, but this was also his quote unquote birthday show. Um, him, so him and Sebastian, you know, dual birthday thing. Um, and, uh, and they play with in-ears, but I can tell how they, they like they're, they Ben as kept sticking his head out into the front and listening. Am I having that problem? He probably knew being well, in the band after too. Well, Perfect. you know, I think it's just an experience thing. True. Um, yeah. and not relying so much on your mix for how you sound. Um, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's to be a dangerous game. Very. Um, but they sounded great, man. They crushed it. They sounded really good. Heck yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, it was fun, man. First local show I've been to in quite some time, and it felt good to go. It felt good to go out and do yeah. it. It was like a good, like, re- celebratory release thing. Like, ah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good celebratory release thing. I, um, I alluded to it earlier, everybody, but I quit my job. Finally, the job I've been at for seven years. I quit it. Yeah. At, uh, at the like the most f- stern pressure from Beth to my lovely partner to uh, force me to do it. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have done it if she hadn't forced me to do it and been like, hey, Aaron, like value not only yourself, but like your worth and you're you you don't deserve how they treat you 
and like not all, yeah and like not only that but like hey pay it like like actually pay attention to how they treat you instead of just like accepting this is what you know oh yeah not valuing yourself sucks sometimes but you know keeps you stuck in in places for too long yeah that can happen well, honestly yeah freaking a i mean God, I didn't. I worked for Walmart for 11 years, so I completely understand how easy it can be Dude, just to be like... I've worked in Delta Park for 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's an intense area, period. It really is, dude. And, like, I just... I stuck it out, I guess. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, you did. Honestly. Which, you know, it's... Yeah, I don't know, man. I have so many mixed feelings about it. So many mixed feelings about it. Yeah. It's a long time. At a job. Yeah. Well, and before that, you were at Valvoline for a little while, too. Three right? years. Three years. Yeah. And then Baxter's was definitely probably, you know, better moving at least up or somewhere. Well, it... it it started that way. The work, the actual, actual work I was doing is way more fun. Yeah. You know, doing, do, doing custom shit on cars is fun as fuck. So, um, no, that part's fun. Um, it was just, you know, allowing, like, I, I let a lot of, like, policy and, like, you know, company how the company runs and managers act and shit like that like mm. i let a lot of that i stayed by I, or i just i just let go and didn't really care about when maybe i should have because i i enjoyed the actual work right and so yeah. i just let myself excuse like not not getting paid what i ought to be paid or or mm. or or being subjected like like passively subjected to favoritism within the company and watching other people like have incredible privilege and um and it not being you know not all people that brought cookies to class but not cookies for everybody type shit you know yeah and, that's like that kind of favoritism is just like really especially after someone who's been there for so long like, well dude this is what burned me this is what burned me. I, I've been there for seven years. I'd done far more than just be a mechanic for that place, you know, mm. help them put away their inventory for the part of the store that isn't even like what I do, you mm. know, and put away uh, just so much, so much extra shit for them. Um, I gave them three weeks notice instead of two that I was quitting. Mm. Um, and, they didn't, I didn't even get a fucking card. Like, thanks for seven years. Wow. From the company, from like, you know. Wow. Not, not, not a, a single thing. That's crazy, man. Yep. Mm, yeah, that's Bumming fucking out. I Now, I didn't expect them to. I hoped they would. Right. Just that of I've fucking. S I've seen him do it. I've seen person. him do it for other employees. 
That's the thing. I've seen them do it for other employees. I've had the farewell on your adventure, you know, thanks for working at Baxter's card passed around for, and I've signed it for other employees that have, that have had long tenure in there, you know? And, um, yeah, that's a fuck. I would feel burnt. Yeah. I'd feel super like, what the fuck, you know? It's it's crazy. I'd now, but also in the same like fucking instant, oh, be like, "Well, good, that's it." <laughs> well, not only that's it, but it's a, it's it 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 exactly confirms why I'm leaving because it's just how they treat some employees over others, and I fell into that category that like, like you know, out of sight, out of mind type type issue. I guess you know, uh, it's it's yeah. weird, man so strange but yeah. but the good news is is it you know it is also coming with a better job hell yeah at a, at a better company making more money um yeah, exactly so you know like and still doing exactly what i want to be doing which is custom work on trucks doing Heck yeah. doing cool shit yeah. you know Closer to my house, like everything, everything is better. And all it took was me, like believing in myself and listening to Beth tell me, like, listen, you have so many qualifications that you could just go out and get a job anywhere you want. And I'm like, no, I don't, you know, I played that game in my head. Um, yeah, and she proved me right she proved yeah. me right or she i i proved her right however you say that <laughs> no it's good that's what any good partnership needs to be you know what i mean like nothing wrong with a healthy push and obviously she knew what was right for you i think and i think in the coming weeks and months and fuck years it's only going to be like oh wow i don't know yeah you did all the right things to make it happen for you but it's always nice to have someone on your team that's like, I see this for you and you should be doing better for yourself. I don't know. Our true fucking, I don't know, the people in your lives that really, I don't know, matter most need to be making, helping you make those decisions sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I understand that. Yeah, no, I, it's, It's tough. It's tough, but I also had to be a little devilish, you know. Part of me, part of me. Ha- I'm always, I'm always looking for causing little elements of chaos and things like that, and you know. So I didn't tell, I didn't tell anyone where I was going. I wouldn't tell, yeah. any, I wouldn't tell a single person where I was going because I, I. I, for one, know that the way they run the business right now, there's right. not another respectable like mechanic out there who respects themselves in their own work who will work for them just the way they run it now. Now, they could change their policy and pay more for mechanics and or a mechanic, you know, um, right. and uh, yeah, you know maybe they would keep one. 
but also for the wage they are asking right now, there aren't any mechanics who can do as much as I can. In, and I'm, I'm yeah. privy to the fact that they've, they've already interviewed in the last three weeks since I told them they've interviewed like eight other mechanics and none of them were qualified for the job. Yeah. Of what I am doing now, if they dumb down the amount of what, what work they will do, maybe they will find more mechanics, but then you're asked, then you're not turning out the, the quality yeah, um, you're not making you're not making as much money, and yeah, what you are doing, you know, I don't know, might not get as good as definitely won't get as good of reviews. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna kind of steamroll probably in a negative way. Oh, me. oh, I I'm <laughs> I'm almost positive that in they're not like <laughs> the last really cool lift kits and and things that would have been done in that building have been done like like that place is is probably it's you know is is, i I don't even feel technically bad actually like i i don't i I don't work for them anymore i don't have any allegiance to them anymore i put in my time i did my work i I worked hard when i was there you know but our contract ended so i don't care anymore um there it is yeah yeah i mean it's you know that business is done (laughs) <laughs> yeah the yeah. the mechanic side at least that just my specific sector the baxters will stay open they're going to keep selling w- water pumps and spark plugs and carburetors and all that good shit to the to the f- fine <laughs> to fine folk of portland you know but definitely central four-wheel drive nope donezo yeah yeah, they're not going to be able to keep up with that. But the nice sure. thing is, is I is you know I I made a few friends at Baxter's while I was there. Uh, the two machinists, yeah. the two machinists who work next door, those old guys. I have both their numbers, um, and they said that they're going to keep me updated on if they find new mechanics or what what goes on. So I got some I got some moles inside. on the inside, man. Keep, oh, I love it. That's funny. To keep uh, that's good. Keep doing it. Yep. Yep, got some moles on the inside. Right on. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you said you had a list of questions. So I already kind of went through all the introductory questions, but now it's like the memory lane questions. Oh, shit. Like kind okay. of going down some. And there's like there's like 10 of them, but we don't have to go through all of them. I, hit but I love this. Actually, Flip the rolls. I, I did a, I got a glass here. I got a little bucket with all the, the questions in it. Cause I, I didn't want to do the questions in a row. Oh, of course. I kind of wrote them chronologically a little bit in my brain, I guess, but we'll see. I love that. I love that. Okay. All right. Do you ever remember a time where something could have gone terribly wrong? Or maybe you caught a mistake. It it in my life ever. Or? Well, I was just saying, like, kind of at Baxter's. I know you are always oh, saying, okay. or at Albany. Okay. Even. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Some mm. of these might be kind of random, and you can always say no. pass too. No, I like obviously. that. No, no, I'm, I want, <laughs> I want every one of them. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, there's been plenty of times where, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on two trucks at once or something like that. And, um, you know, I, I need to set it like I just did a lift kit and I need to set it down and tighten all of the b- bolts. And I, f- and I like hand tighten one, but don't fucking torque it or something like that. Um, and go to like back it out of the shop and and there's a little lip that drops out of out of our bay and it's a it's it's a it's nice to have actually because if anything is loose when you drop off that little ledge it goes and you'll hear the difference between a tight suspension and a loose suspension and there's been a couple times where i bounce out (laughs) and i hear clunk and as soon as i hear the clunk noise my brain instantly like 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 a photographic memory goes right down and it's like this new camera view of that bolt and the washers just sitting there jangling back and forth because it's not pinched <laughs> up. And it's like, I'm loose motherfucker. And I'm like, stop, drive right back up in like, I, yeah, no, there's been, there's been a couple times, um, for sure. Leaving some very sketchy bolts loose. Um, <laughs> luckily, luckily never, the customer never picks it up that way. I've been lucky enough that I catch myself on them. Uh, never send a truck out with like loose lug nuts or something like that, you know, but, um, of course, but I mean, Hey, you know, you, you do a thousand of them. You're going to, you're going to run a couple of just clerical errors, you know, is more of how I really look at it, but you don't want to make those either. You don't, you don't want to be putting the wrong book in the wrong section because you weren't following the Dewey Decimal System. You know what I'm saying? Someone will be out, someone will be perusing, uh, looking for you know information on the the Third Byzantine Empire, and all of a sudden, Gone with the Wind is right there. You know, and it, it just <laughs> that don't fit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing super specific that really stands out as like a, like an oh fuck moment. Um, but a couple close calls. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I put together fucking all the displays at work now, and uh, the other day I got to put together a telescope, and it was actually really fun. But oh, that's my random. A telescope. What kind of telescope? How big? Was like a hundred like, millimeter, seventy millimeter. Uh, Celestion telescope. Celestion makes good backyard telescopes. What was it? Was it? You know how big the I lens was? I don't know. That, I don't know what like times. Probably. What, well, well, yeah. It was probably magnification, it, but it was it, like about three feet long. Well, well, right. No, no. The the thing that matters is the the size of the lens. So. They'll they will say like a seventy millimeter telescope, a hundred millimeter telescope, a hundred and twenty hundred. You know, gotcha. it'll have it'll have so it'll be like a Celestion hundred millimeter or hundred and eighty millimeter if it's a big one that like has a larger cannon. Um, that that's gotcha. the that's the thing that that'll really let you know. Right on. Yeah, I was gonna say like the end of it's like four, man, maybe like three and a half, four inches around. But I don't know the actual like times or the yeah it, it doesn't rate it like like lens. that in binoculars yeah it'll just give I'm you sure lens it it'll just give you lens size is 
the bigger gotcha. the bigger the lens, the better. You know. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. And some of them does it? Do you know if it has a a uh, like auto auto focusing? Um, it had two different types of like eyepieces. Yeah, it'll have the view, the, the 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 scanner, and then the actual view through the telescope eyepiece. One's one's small to like quick look and to focus, and you know the viewer, and then the other. And then it had like I think it almost had like some sort of like stargaze thing or something like you could find the star on the outside, and then like. It would help you dial it in faster on the thing. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. so, so, okay. So that is probably one of the one of the good ones. I wonder how big the lens is for that. Um, but I'll check it out. But, 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 um, yeah. What those will do is you, you can use the Stargaze app and the, the apps, the GPS on our apps are actually pretty good. And so you'll ha- you have to do a couple things on the app in the mount on the telescope to calibrate it to the telescope to the app. And once you do, then when you Damn. rotate the telescope and point it, your phone will show the angle and where the, the star is in the sky relative to your telescope. And so you can actually use it as like a third viewer. Um, yeah, it can actually the uh, you can actually it has like a phone attachment, so yeah. you can actually yep. take pictures of the. Mm-hmm. It's like one hundred and thirty bucks. I don't know; it doesn't seem like that, but that I. I bet if it's I, if it's a if it's a hundred and thirty dollar telescope, I would bet it's a seventy millimeter telescope, which is still pretty fucking decent. Um, kind of moderate, yeah. Right, you, you'll you'll be able to. I mean, you'll be able to see some stuff pretty good. You probably with that telescope you probably won't see like you know the rings of saturn or something like that um you'll be able to see jupiter pretty good um you may not be able to differentiate the 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 spot from the rest of jupiter or the or you know the the storm on jupiter yeah um but you'll you'll be able to see that shit you'll be able to see venus pretty good you'll be able to see mars and how it's red and all like like Yeah. yeah i mean you'll be able to see all that shit. Pretty yeah, if I was ever gonna get one, I'd probably freaking I'd either not or go crazy. <laughs> I think I'll just settle for the new uh, the NASA channel. I think the NASA's they got a a new streaming thing. I think it's free. Yeah, they have some they have some decent like hundred and eighty millimeter telescopes out there for a couple hundred bucks, man. That are that that then then you get into like some real cool viewing shit. You can you can see that some cool shit. With one of those, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Next question. Oh, I just remembered something. Hold on, hold on. Um, oh, y'all good. Um, where is it? Oh shit! God, I don't have it anymore. I don't know where it is. All right, yeah. Hit me with your next one. So. How much money do you think you have saved over the years from working on your own vehicles? <sighs> I know this is going to be this is a crazy question. I know. I, okay, and I okay. also this is this is actually a a, a very a cool question because there's multi levels to answer it. Um, there's and the, and there's like a lot of subtext to the answer, really, and so so. One, it's a lot. 
I'm just going to start oh, yeah. there with the easy answer. I've saved a lot doing the work myself. But the reason, the bigger reason why I've saved a lot of money on it is because I neglect, because of my knowledge of cars and how int- how intricately I pay attention to them, I really can assess, like, the order at which th- that things are now. You, ought- Of course, you'll get a surprise fail of something that you weren't foreseeing. But for the most part, like, especially on my Jetta, I, I like, I let stuff go far past when a person hears, because here's what happens. A per, you know a, what the a, noise is. I know what the noise is, and I know the severity of the noise, and I wait for them to get bad enough that it worries me. Now, somebody would have heard that clunk the first time, gone, take their car, and, oh, you need struts. And they go, okay, and they put struts in their car. And I will go, oh, that means that, that the top seal, uh, the top bushing is failing a little bit. So uh, I'll go look at it. Okay, they're clunking, but it's not leaking fluid yet, which means there's not enough play in there for the wiper seal to actually be passing by the fluid from inside the strut. So I will mon- I'll just let it keep riding with that clunk noise. Knowing that it ain't gonna, nothing bad's gonna happen to my car. Um, but as soon as it starts seeking fl- leaking fluid, then I let it go a while, knowing that I still have a bit of leakage before they're really trash and I should, they'll start really hurting my tires. You know, that's, that's the big right. thing I care about. But yeah, no, things like, like, like right now, I've had, a, I've had a coolant leak. I've had a tiny crack in the side of my, radiators the, the the tanks on them are plastic and i've had a crack in my radiator for two and a half maybe three years and it's a really slow crack and i've i've figured out that if i don't tighten my radiator cap all the way some it'll never build as much pressure as I could if I tighten my radiator cap all the way. And then if it doesn't build out pressure, it won't blow coolant out of the crack as fast. So I don't seal my radiator all the way. And I always let it be a little bit, a little low, not, it'll never overheat. And I monitor it all the time, but it'll never overflow. And cause it has a bottle up on the side, so it'll never overflow. And It'll never build too much pressure to force too much coolant out of the crack. So I go like a week and a half probably, and then I just need to top off my little bottle under the the thing. Um, so I save a shitload of money because someone else would have already paid for a radiator and put it in their car. But because I know how to keep it going and not hurt anything, uh, fine with it. <laughs> I love it. That's it's awesome. mechanics neglect of their own. It's mechanics neglect is what it is. Well, and also in the same, like, I know that you help everybody with their vehicles. You've helped me plenty. So everything that you are saving, you're definitely like, there's a lot of other things going off. There's a lot of other things going on. and (laughs) You've been very generous with your mechanicing skills throughout the years. And (laughs) you're awesome. You know, it's, um, (laughs) this is what I was looking for, by the way. I'll make you a pizza next time I come by. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I ask. I love you, good buddy. <laughs> it's question time again. 
That's what I was looking for. Oh my god. That's a fucking relic. Oh yeah. It's old. It's there, but it's old. I love it. Alright, question time song. We're going to whatever this one is. Oh god. That's a six. It's like fuck is it a six or a nine? <laughs> Alright. So, what's the craziest rigged up ride for someone trying to ride it till the wheels fall off oh. that you've ever seen? Man. And you could also include like crazy Portland like around. Oh, you know. no, I mean, I've seen some some pretty bad some pretty bad rigs. The the one that really comes to mind um was this 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 couple dudes and they were like they're metal scrappers. I haven't seen them in a while, but they used to always run around Delta Park. Um and it was a like a late nineties full size suburban. Um and they pulled like probably a fourteen fourteen or sixteen foot like wood panel trailer behind them single it might have been a dual axle trailer but part of me thinks it was single axle but it could have been dual axle um but for story's sake let's say it's single axle so it's like a 16 foot long trailer one axle (laughs) under the back um and they it was it was always a dude in the driver's seat and a dude in the passenger seat and the entire from the front seats to the back of the Suburban, full-length Suburban, three rows, all of it was packed full of metal parts. So think about how much metal that Damn. is. This, so heavy. This truck was fucking squatted. I mean, just tires buried. And then they had the trailer they were hauling was equally as full of metal the entire trailer. Full. And so the trailer was squatting. The The tires are like leaned in sideways because the axles, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was a single axle, but it may have been a dual axle. Um, I, it had to have been a dual with how much weight they carried. Um, and then obviously the tongue weight on the back of the Suburban was making it squat more because there was always a trailer on there. And these guys would just drive the living shit out of this just loud as fuck <laughs> cor- oh fast corners and i i never ever ever once in the many years of this fucking thing saw it empty so i don't know when they offloaded it and if they offloaded it they had to have immediately filled it again oh my god i think they had filled it once didn't want to get rid of it and just drove around with it because it was their only mode of transportation. So they're like, we got to run and get groceries to Walmart, but this is our only rig and she's full and we can't leave the trailer because someone's going to take our trailer. So we just got to. They like found out how expensive it is to fucking recycle or. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, metals, they should be able to give you money back. but No, if, no, they absolutely would. I just never saw them without with it empty. <laughs> That's wonderful. 
Um, but that one was that you just you just knew every single part. The transmission on that was like gripping the sides of his seat. Explosive diarrhea is on the way, but there's that little bit of constipation first, and so you got to like press hard and do that grip, but it's going to hurt, and then it's going to be bad real fast. And that tranny was holding on, <laughs> sitting there after three and a half. Uh, Three and a half double or f- uh, five five layer burritos from Taco Bell, and uh, a full large <laughs> Baja Blast. Sitting there at, at two in the morning, four Jaeger bombs later, and just it's a it's one hard push, and then you're just letting everything go. And that was that transmission oh. on that fucking suburban dude, just oh, no. ready to just dump all of that dirty brown fluid out the bottom of its pan, man. Ready to just. <laughs> Give give up the single ghost it had left. Uh, Casper was tired. Oh no! Um, but one that I've actually worked on. Um, there was a um, there was this uh, like early Chevy's dually like pickup truck, big, big truck. You know, long four doors, long bed. Dually, like early '90s Chevy, and they and someone had lowered it, and yeah, God. someone had like 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 low rider status slammed it to the ground. Um, Jesus! And to do that on those trucks, you have to notch out the frame. So in the rear where oh, the yeah. axle is, you have to take it and cut like a basically and weld in a big C channel into the frame. Um to give it enough clearance for that to drop and it was such a terrible job like the rear end of that truck was one light speed bump hit away from just the entire rear end of the truck separating from the front of the truck and the only th- oh my God. and the only thing that would have been tying that together at that point was the bolts in the bed holding the bed to the frame and the leaf springs on each end so you would have had a bed and leaf springs being all of the support of oh be- if i mean it would have it was the and then the the front was terrible so how they lowered the front the front of those trucks are coils they have coil springs in the front between the two control arms and or between the frame and the control arm and the cheap way to lower coil sprung trucks oh man i almost don't or cars i don't even want to almost say this because it it, it's not good but what what they because i don't recommend anybody doing this this is not it's like let's get more springs no what you do is you just take a torch Oh God! And you just heat up the springs, and the weight of the metal will get softer because you're getting it red hot, and it'll just bend instead of spring. And so, the hotter you get, more of the spring, the more it'll sag, and you can just basically fucking that's crazy. Warp your springs with red hot <sighs> heat and lower your car that way. I can see fucking people try to do that shit. I want to get this car looking so cool. How do you get it just a little lower than everybody else? Just warm up your springs a little, man. 
I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it, it it ruins the complete effectiveness of springs at that point. Like you're not helping anything. You're, no, it's going to yeah. ride terrible, but it works in a pinch. Just like the opposite, if you want, if your spring is a little saggy and you want it to uh, not be as saggy, then you jack up your car so the the tire hangs. You take tennis balls and put tennis balls between the coils of the spring and then you set your car back down um and the tennis balls won't collapse and it'll keep the springs apart and give you a a higher riding car with (laughs) tennis balls in fact i i worked on a cadillac eldorado one time that that people had taken footballs they took two footballs wedged them in flat ones wedged them inside the coil springs and then pumped up the footballs and expanded it to because the air shocks were bad in the rear of the car. So they put footballs inside their coil springs and aired up the fucking footballs to and jack up the rear end of the car a little bit and make it so it wouldn't bottom out when they went over bumps. That's crazy. But and they fixed. didn't and they didn't even want to fix that part. They I left the footballs in there. <laughs> That's wonderful. They, they weren't in there for that. That's great. Background noise is cool. It, it's all right, man. It ain't hurting. <laughs> That's just like I vacuum shit. It's fine. All right. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Hit me with it. Ooh, worst customer. You got a worst customer. Um, I, 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 here's what I, here's, a, this is a great question. It's not a, it's not a specific person. It's a specific type of person. I'm glad that this is where this conversation went. <laughs> and, and who this person is, is a person who comes in boasting their knowledge of their car. My, listen, my 2004 Jeep Wrangler is a sweet ride. Now, I've done everything in it. Had the synchros put in it last June. Uh, I've been through every ounce of wiring on this car. I know everything about this. Okay, now it's got a creek in it. And... Now, trust me, I've looked at everything. I'm a mechanic. You know, I just don't have the time right now to to deal with it. I, I don't have the, the jack, the, the right lift at home to get it up to really figure it out. Uh, but I can tell you what it's not. And they and they will go through this, like, completely overconfident speech, you know, t- t- making sure that they teach me the things that they know, they know I need to know that they know it like they are you know it is it's it is the epitome of someone walking in and going now before you go in there and and do my root canal i've looked at my teeth i know i know <laughs> what what i'm dealing with here um i've been in there i poked around 
you know, you want to stay away from that side on the left. Like, like it, it, it is that fucking crazy. <laughs> it, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Those, 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 those people are my, the least favorite customers that I personally have to deal with as a mechanic is the mechanic, the, the people who, because the truth of the matter is what I see, the, the context I read behind it is, Hey man, I have this thing going on with my car and I have no fucking clue what it is. <laughs> exactly. And that's all they need to say. And that's the most honest thing, <laughs> but they're so proud. They won't say that I got this thing and I don't know what it is. Can you help me? Exactly. And it, it, you know, it, it drives me nuts. Uh, the honesty helps. It goes a long way, you know? Now, if they go, I think I know what I'm talking about. I've checked these things and they seem good to me. I may kind of believe them, but I'm still going to always double check and look at the stuff they've already. If they say I've looked at my brakes and I know it's not them, the first place I'm looking is the brakes. <laughs> exactly, dude. No shit. Yeah, them's is tricky. <laughs> Like that's the free, if if they've fiddled with stuff, man. You most of the oh, time yeah. I can. And the thing about being a a great mechanic, um, especially on dusty cars or or anything that 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 is muds or dirts or gets off road, is stuff gets dirty really fast. Yeah, it'll dude. It'll lead you right to it. Well, there's, like there's tracks. <laughs> you can see you can see where they've put sockets or wrenches. Or like loosen stuff, and like you can tell what bolts they didn't touch, what bolts they have touched. Like you can right. follow the, they didn't the trails. Even fucking move that. They yeah. didn't even try to move that out of the way to get that. They just fucking yanked on this shit until the fuck came it, out. Exactly. Like, Those, oh yeah. You know, I feel like a little a- a amateur private detective, fucking going through these vehicles when someone's been monkeying with their own shit, and uh, <laughs> I get to follow the trail of their thought process. Like I watch them engineering their plan to make this thing on their car work and i get to follow yeah. like oh they thought that would work okay i see they they had to accomplish to get from here to here oh okay they, they thought that would work oh that's cute uh-huh. like oh yeah it's fun <laughs> good, did i answer your question i don't remember oh, anymore yeah. no dude you, you've honestly you've nailed them all so far <laughs> well, here I want to. I want to pl- do this. Uh, we need to take a slight break, um, and a message from one of our sponsors. Hey, welcome back to Falco's ninety-minute meditation hour. I'm your astrally projected inner truth self and part-time earlobe model, Falco. All right, my astral friends. Start by closing your eyes, sit on your root chakra, and let's meditate. Today's gonna be a day of appreciation. Appreciate what about your life currently is going the way your inner being is guiding you. Take a big breath and breathe out. I'm thankful to be back teaching meditation. I was gone for quite some time. I thought I had come down with the Corvid and was terribly sick, and no matter how hard I meditated to align my chakras, it just wouldn't go away. <laughs> come to find out, 
I was just really bad food poisoning from continually filling my face with spoiled kimchi and bad sushi? <laughs> Apparently, sushi does not last for months of quarantine. And it even said 100% GMO-free. <laughs> Who knew? Anyways, I hope you are all feeling more aligned to your transitive astral selves. And your pineal is fully flowing, secreting those spiritual semen loads of serotonin and dopamine deep into the crevices, allowing you to fully recognize- Oh! Oh! It's, it looks like we've, we've made it down another 90-minute road again, friends. Ha ha ha! Hare Krishna! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Falco. Thanks, Falco. I feel much better now. I feel astrally aligned with my serotonin semen loads slowly s- spitting into the crevices of my brain or whatever he just fucking said. That makes so much sense. I mean, I mean, it, I, I feel better, you know. That's like the the main the main point of all of this, I guess. His voice is super super soothing. Really, you know, helps you get in the mood. So good, <laughs> so nice. <laughs> all right, I think it's time for another question. I think you better hit me with it. This is fun. I haven't been interviewed in a while. This is nice. All right, here we go. All right. What is maybe the best thing that happened at your old job? Oh, okay. Um, the best thing. So I would I would put that into like a couple. I know there can be like different ways to take it. Yeah, like yeah. So okay, okay. So so customer wise. So so I I I I will do that. I'll put it into like. The best uh, interaction or like th- I've had, and then like the best job I've done. Um, my, I think nice. my I think my favorite build I did was a um, a ten inch lift, ten inch long. Uh, so it was a two thousand four Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, leather interior, automatic, um, and it was a stock Jeep Grand Cherokee 2004. Uh, had the V8. Uh, it was a full time, uh, full time four wheel drive. So we did. I mean, well, I did not. We. I'm the only one who worked on it. I did like probably thirty thousand dollars of upgrades to it. Um, it was a 10 inch lift long arm kit. We did a full subframe reinforcement front to rear, uh, cross uh, all welded, uh, uh, and bolted, um, aftermarket tie-ins for cross members and, and, and structuring. Um, I did, I put in the part-time conversion so that they could run true two-wheel drive and not the f- automatic four-wheel drive bullshit Chrysler put out. So we did the transfer case we did the transfer case upgrades. Uh we re-geared it. Uh I did ARB air lockers uh front and rear routed the whole air system with the big dog air system. 
uh, so they could have onboard air. That he ran air horns, uh, <laughs> ARB sick. ARB lockers, uh, winch bumpers front and rear. Um, so he had a rear rear winch, front winch, dual battery, um, lights all over it. Um, yeah, it it that was a really really cool Iron Rock Iron Rock build. It was a Dana forty four swap for the front. Um, got rid of the aluminum housing, went steel housing, long arm coilovers. Um, he was on like he was. I think he ran thirty sevens. Uh, and he could have ran, he could have ran bigger, but, um, with the gear ratio, he ended up going, you at 488 gears. You wanted to stick at 37s just for the equivalency of torque to highway mileage and shit like that. Um, it was a stout build, man. We trust, trust both axles, um, which is adding steel girding and supports triangular supports to the axle beam from the differential in the center just for flexion and shit. Um, and then he took that build after we were done with it. I think I had 50 hours. I think I had 50 hours on that, that truck alone. Um, damn. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and then he took it, he's driven it. I know he's driven it to Mexico three times. Uh, he's driven it down to Moab and spent a week in Moab with it at least once. Um, but yeah, he's beat the shit out of it after I built it. I've only I've, I've only had to do a couple things to it. We had we had to replace one Heim joint for his his long arm kit um, that failed a little prematurely. Uh, we had to, we put limiting straps on it um, after the build. He he just wanted them. Um, there was something else I had to fix. Oh, he had a transfer case seal go out. Had to redo the seal on the transfer case. Um, couple of other little things, but yeah, yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that sounds pretty intense. And then, and then the only other one is I've only ever had one person do this in my entire career, a hundred dollar tip. Hell yeah. And, um, he was of all of the people that have come in and spent a lot of money at my shop. He was probably the least wealthy man of all. I like, you could just tell by, just by the way he is more or less Um, and he he gave the biggest tip so so i'll never i'll i'll I'll, i mean that 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 always sticks with me you know anytime anytime someone is you can tell that that like this was a splurge for them maybe even a little out of budget and they go out of their way to still give you a little extra like that always that always feels good. Hell yeah, dude. Re, re, it no, reinforces I, my faith in humanity. Right. It's like, ah, oh, this is why I'm doing it. Like, ah, oh, keep going. Yeah. Cause obviously he truly appreciated what you did. Yep. Hell yeah. All right, we'll see what else we got here. I grabbed two. All right. Who was your favorite coworker, new or old? It could be anybody. I remember a couple of them. That I, pretty um, fun. Yeah, I've I've had a I've had some pretty cool coworkers over the years. Um, 
ones I've developed pretty pretty interesting friendships with. Um, man, I don't know. Coolest coworker. Oof. Um, I don't know. Luis Luis from Valvoline was was really 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 cool. Um, Hell yeah! The fact he that was. the fact that he was a bass player too. And Fuck, uh, yeah, I loved Luis, man. He was cool. You know, shit. he's he's he was really good. We, I mean, you know, we don't we. I mean, we hardly ever talk. If we see each other, we're like, "Hey, man, like, good to see you," but we hardly ever talk um, anymore. Um, I I I do this thing where, I mean, honestly, since Valvoline, because the transition from Valvoline to Central, and then we moved into the Baxter Building. And as soon as I moved into Baxter's, Baxter's was going over changes. And so I never, like, for there, years went by and I didn't really know who my boss was. Like, I just did my job every day and showed up. But, like, like there was always someone new being a manager. And then, like, who do I go to if something's wrong? Like, it was just in so much flux for so long that mm. um, I never really. I I spent the last seven years not letting myself get close to anyone there. Yeah. I did. I spent the last seven years not not being friendly with people with the intent of being friends with them outside of having to be in that building with them. Um and I don't think I put off the impression that I was doing that. I wasn't like into like Oh yeah, we're, we we we'll hang out after this, man, and like you know, um, yeah. I I just think that I I kept it at the I kept the relationship with with I and I set up boundaries about the types of things I would talk about with my coworkers, the type the um, the the amount of friendship I would let build, you know. Um, I had no problem if somebody wanted to talk about something that seemed like, hey, man, you don't tell, like, if you wouldn't tell a stranger in Walmart this, you probably shouldn't be telling me this right now. Because I've done nothing to portray that, like, you could confide in me this way. Um, So I have no problem saying, like, hey, I don't want to know about this from you. Like, yeah, like, like, like that's a little intense, dude. Like, yeah, okay, you're having an issue with your girlfriend. I don't know. I, I don't want to know, man. And and I would I would do that with people. Um, yeah, I got the 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 reputation for being an asshole between the coworkers. I know that much. I have. You think so? No, well, I know. I know so. I oh oh. <laughs> I have I have reports and and I've heard them talk about. I've heard them call me the mean guy to other people the tall oh, the, the tall the tall mean guy um here i have i have to piss i'll be right back again yeah yeah pause 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 <laughs> all right are you alive oh yeah okay uh unpausing um yeah no i i do know i do know the fact that um they I, many times I was called the mean guy because I, 
I'm not a yes man. I'm not just going to abide by something that someone with authority or some, like like from just I I won't jump if you say jump and just say how high like I'm not I I, I there there has to be more to that especially yeah. if it goes against like yeah, like with cars it's so important like with vehicles and shit you know if someone says something or orders the wrong thing and it goes against what you think isn't safe i mean obviously you're gonna stick up for yeah what you, what you for, believe well, is right for, for my for don't know for my integrity and my reputation in this city as a mechanic like that's the thing that like over the past 10 years in the city other mechanics know about me like i've just i've been able to build a reputation of the guy that you can go to for these things and i'm really good at these things and I've become that in this city now. Like mm-hmm. other shops and other places know about me. And like it's, it's wild to think about, but I'm referred to me, not I mean me. Definitely. You, you know. Um, which is cool, but I will defend that reputation. And oh, yeah. I won't I, I won't do shit work and I won't I won't take shortcuts or you know and I have no problem in not only voicing that concern, but um, defending it rigorously is how I is, is how I would put it. Um, yeah. And I I know me I can I can be a little bit of a hothead. Um, I even if I am the happiest I've ever been, and I'm passionately talking about someone with somebody, my voice gets loud. I just I am a loud fucking human i know it um and i i recognize that people especially younger people take loudness as anger period yeah and so i became like an angry guy or a mean guy because i will i have a loud voice not only am i of a fucking rock band and i've been in shows forever my hearing's bad but i've also been in the mechanic field for a long time and mechanics are loud people we got to talk over fucking tools happening like we're just we are always like screaming at each other we're on the phone i know just just having a conversation jade is like oh my god you gotta gotta calm down like we're fine yeah this is this is how we sound (laughs) <laughs> yes um but yeah no i uh yeah i i i know i know i know what the people i more or less know what the people thought of me and said about me behind my back when i was there and uh yeah i know it wasn't at the i know it wasn't the reality it was just their perception of me I know I'm pretty confident in who I am and I can walk away not taking any stock in what they think about me. It just shows that they truly like none of them knew me. And that was kind of on purpose. It was, you know, yeah, I understand that. Totally. No, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want anyone who worked there to like be a fan of my podcast. They weren't the type of people that my podcast is aimed for, you know, like I, 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 I can tell. We, we had enough conversations to affirm that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> right, right. Yep. 
Alright. Well, let's see what else we got here in the jar. In the bucket. Oh, questions. I love that you made a bucket. I thought that would be fun. It It is the funnest. Alright, you already a... answered that one in your other question. Which one? What was it? It was the best tip. You already said that. Oh, yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah. It's pretty good. But you've got some good stuff over the years, you've told me. So yeah, I've got I've gotten good. lots of fifty dollar tips, you know, sixty dollar tips, yeah. things like that. Uh one of the coolest one of the last tip I got in my at my work was from an old guy like a week ago, and he gave me twenty dollars and a bag of nuts. Like mixed <laughs> like that. like mixed nuts, sealed from the store, like nice higher end like a bag of like mixed nuts and 20 bucks and, <laughs> and, and if, if, an, if an old guy gives you nuts you 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 risk that you that's some take them you take a man he th- i mean he he was gonna gum the shit out of those later and that's some sustenance Ow. and he and he fucking he sent them on on with you you and know he's like i don't need this protein it's gonna stop up my shitter <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's not good i, I don't know no i i think that's pretty fucking accurate actually yeah you probably just knew that was a bad bathroom trip waiting to happen all right i don't need this i don't need the salt well next question is was there any kind of random bad business practices that were just kind of weird like just a routine that you had to do that was just like kind of just yes why is this why is this a thing this is kind of dumb a hundred percent there are there are there are multiple but the ones that drove me the 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 most insane was (laughs) there was no there was no external source that was imposed to quote what we charged for jobs. Jim, my service rider, the guy who owned Central Four Wheel Drive before Baxter's bought us, and he came over with the company as like the front of house, the sales guy still. And if a job came in and they wanted whatever, whatever done, he would just go, oh yeah, that'll be this much. And he would charge whatever he want. I mean, and it was always honestly. Oh my god! But but he was st- he's stuck in like 1988, and so he he like he he thought that the answer to keeping business was charging was charging low, not good work or like being a good present like a good customer service person but but just charging less money and so he would undercharge a lot a lot and um and it would the same job depending on who the person was would be charged different and things like that and i had no say in that it's not my problem it's not my money you know i'm not the person dealing with this but i saw you know there was lots of times that i spent working on trucks because the job took that long and the customer wasn't paying for that time yeah 
Yep. And then in general, uh, uh, the flagrancy at which my business in general didn't keep track of like small miscellaneous things. Gotcha. Just things got kind of overlooked. Just like, man, you know, (laughs) if, yeah, just, just lots of little, little things. Rubber fittings, hoses, little things here and there. All types of little stuff that just, we bought and it was in inventory, but it was never kept track of or things would, yeah, just lots of little things like that. That was just laziness from management down. It was just, I mean, I mean, it is my, my, my attitude of that business is a hundred percent from remember the Titans attitude, reflect leadership, captain. <laughs> and that's it. And that is the symptom. Damn. All right, man. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on up. All right. What were some changes that you made as a mechanic, whether it be like just your mental state while you're working or perhaps just like different routines or. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I def over the last seven years doing custom work, it definitely made me more meticulous about uh, presentation of the finished product, um, cleanliness of things, um, you know, uh, and probably some things that I do to like to really. Uh, mark on the vehicle how the stuff looked like as far as like taking a paint pen and putting little dots on bolts so I can tell if they've moved if the truck comes back I can I can I you know marking a lot of stuff to um really notate like if things move around or shift or um you know because I'm bolting on lots of aftermarket shit so but but mostly meticulousness man just just i've i've become far more of a a perfectionist about my my the appearance of my work that makes a lot of sense because yeah people that are gonna go get aftermarket stuff they definitely want to get the shock factor some well here's what i i the customer yes but what i want is they're going to take their, their truck to another mechanic to do something else on it that we don't do. And what yeah. I want is for the next mechanic who pops the hood or, or looks under it to look at the job I did and go, damn, that's clean. Like I'm doing it. It's the same way as I like writing music for other musicians. I want the musicians in the audience to be like, ooh, that's cool. Obviously, I want the audience to be like, yeah, I love your song too, but I want the the, the musicians in the crowd to go like, oh, that was sweet. You know, same thing. Yeah. The the audience, the, 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 the consumer who gives me their truck, I do cool shit to it and they pick it back up. I'll, they're going to go, oh, that's nice. But mechanic who looks at it next, I want them to do the same thing. Nice. Hell yeah. That makes perfect sense too. So it's like, I don't know, get respect from your peers in a way, you know? Yep. Even if, even if the question is like, damn, who did this job? That, this is nice. Like, 
like I just want you know that's that's kind of what I aim for. Hell yeah, man! Well, shit, dude, that was the that was the question. I love that. This is this is what how this has been fucking refreshing, man. Thank you for letting me talk about me, my favorite hey. subject. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I love doing interviews. I think it's completely like I said kind of earlier. I just like uh, being able to ask questions about other people. I feel like that's one of a something I need to improve on. I feel like even in the mornings when I'm just in passing with people, I'm like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And then they say the exact same thing back to me. You know, it's very like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. But there's definitely other questions that are much more, you know, I don't know. What well, well, they, they yeah. get more out of people? It, yes, you know, not just answer questions that require a yes or a no. Answer questions that actually require a little bit of yeah. extra effort. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's hard to do that, but I don't know. I need to. Well, well, here's that. what it is: is it it involves um, caring about the response. <clears throat> this that's the thing that that you're not asking a question just so that it provokes a good response. You have to care what they're going to say back. And mm-hmm. if you if you're interested in learning something about them, you will by necessity ask a question that invokes a response to learn from. And it, it all it all it's all about the intent of getting of why you want the answer. True. Yeah. No, I definitely fucking I. It's like I want to learn more about people, or usually it's like the next time that I'm like wanting to. <laughs> talk to them. I'm just like, oh, I wish I had something more to talk to you about, but I didn't make the initiative the first three times I asked you how you were doing. I didn't pry enough. And now it's just a little bit more awkward if I really <laughs> kind of ask more questions. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? If you like build up the wall, yep. like every time you don't make the effort, it just gets a little bit harder to make the effort. <laughs> oh, it, it, it does, man, because our brains want to build comfortable routines and mm. what is more comfortable than less effort? Yeah. Yeah. And I, mean, I that's, that's what it is. And, and it's a constant, it is an always uphill battle the entire time to get out of our comfort zones, to do things that are healthy for ourselves. doesn't matter what realm it's in. It's, it is just, it's always a fight. It's never not a fight. And, <laughs> Yeah, and 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 it tires us out, and we should. That's okay too. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. It's good. I've been able to step back and just kind of analyze things and see that everybody else does very similar things, and you know, I'm not the only one that's bad at remembering names, and I'm not the only one that doesn't just instantly strike up a good conversation every time that I enter or see somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Most, most people don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Again, most, most people are there. There's, there's inevitably always a time where the most friendly people aren't in the mood to be friendly. Like it yeah. just, I mean, it's, you know, it is just, the acceptance of our state as the state we're in, not trying to fit an expectation of the state we ought be in, and um, allowing ourselves 
being being patient with ourselves. You know, we're we're imperfect machines. Ain't that the dang truth? Just trying to, be, and, and and the funny thing is, is all we want is to be happy. That's it. All all we want is to be happy. We're happy when we're full. We're happy when we're not thirsty. We're happy. I mean, it's, it's all these basic little things, and we're and we're happy when we have them, and um, <laughs> it's it doesn't take a lot. True. It doesn't take a lot. I'm happy. I find myself happy most of the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of freaking positive encouragement lately. I feel like from kind of random places. So, or it's easier for me to like look at things like, oh man, I'm actually really surprised these things are going good. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Okay, knock on wood. I'm surprising know. myself in this moment. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. feeling. It really is. So. Heck yeah! Thank you, man. <laughs> this has been this has been great. What a cool little episode. And for all you out there who missed this or enjoyed the the tandem, the duo nature of our banter with each other, this yes. is coming back. We're bringing this back. We're gonna we're gonna start the bazookas up again. We've been talking about it. We're both in a place where it it feels once again necessary. So we're gonna create a cool new little show within this show. Uh, you know, I'll still be doing my long form interviews like this and all. Uh, you know, everything that I also do. But bazookas are coming back, and they're gonna be they're gonna be new and exciting and special. And oh yeah. Man, I'm super excited to be able to kind of build a new forum or like a new kind of uh, template, I guess, yeah. for it and let it evolve and exactly you know, see, where it, see where it takes us. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. It always was awesome. I'm just, I couldn't be more happy. I'm so proud of you still for just keeping the torch, dude. Like you fucking ran. <laughs> You've done it. Yeah, I, know, I mean, it's you know, really it's. Cool. I, I'm always I, so happy to come back and hang out. <laughs> I still, uh, I still s- struggle with keeping this as regular as I would like to because, you know, I, I, I find myself a lot of times just doubting me, but, but I think if if it's it's easier with help, man. It's easier with, when you're doing it with someone else who wants to be there too, and we push each other and. And all of those things, it's, it's how making music in group is fun, groups is fun and how do, you know, all of this, these things that it's, it's better together, man. And so I think that this in turn will, will find me more motivated to keep talking and, you know, reaching out to people and getting cool guests and stuff like that, that I, I just don't do because I doubt myself. So, uh, I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited for the next fucking adventure of of time and stuff bazookas. Yeah, that is badass, man. Yeah, and to a new freaking work. I don't know, man. So many good good new things. All of it. Yeah, it's ever. It is uh the fall. Is, it's a change of seasons, man. That's what it is. Fall came. The the colors on the leaves changed. My job changed. Uh, yeah. 
It's all good. <laughs> Life's cool, man. That is. That's cool, man. That is cool. All right. Well, hey, I, I love you so much. Thanks for being on this. I think we'll wrap the the show up in here. Don't run away just yet, but uh, I won't. Love you too, man. Thank. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. And for all you out there, thank you for continuing and listening on this this journey through time and stuff we take. Uh, every episode I release, I was about to say every week, but I don't put them out every week. I try to, but fuck, I fail. Um, but you guys know I, I care about it and I love the support and I love you all. Um, and if nothing else, like I say at the end of every show, drive like you know each other.